When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Oh, hey, let me address that. Let me address what you just heard. And hello and thank you so much for joining us. Um, Nathan sent me a message, uh, sent me an Instagram DM. You guys can do that anytime. It's Scott Fox on air on Instagram, Cat on air, Cat with a K. Nathan says, first off, he started this with, discover the podcast. You guys are killing it. Keep up the great work. Need to ask, is that you doing the intro on After 9? My buddy and I both listen. I said, it is. He says, no, it's not. So who's right, Kat? No, it's not. It's not. Whoever said, no, it's not. Yeah, it's It's not. It's not. Um, So sorry, Nathan, your buddy would be absolutely correct. Uh, That is not me. Does she sound like me? Mm, No, not really. I mean, whatever. Uh, there's some people who actually think all girls on the radio sound the same. Uh, I notice the differences, but some people don't really pay attention to the voices they're hearing. They just hear a voice and it's either a male or a female. Mm-hmm. So there, uh, maybe I, I could see why somebody might wonder that. Yeah, sure. I've got a DM here and it has to do with Dave's appearance on Friday's podcast, but they kind of shit on him a little bit. Should I read it? Should you read it? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not here to defend himself, though. But we'll bring oh, sure. it up again. We can always bring this up again when he is back on the podcast. If that happens, hey, depending on what this says. <laughs> oh, I know. Hey, Scott, just listen to today's podcast. And I have to say your political knowledge impresses me. Whether it's Canada or the U.S., you have a level-headed approach and clearly know a lot about political matters. If I may share something, I used to follow you back in the day with Dave on the radio. Really like Dave. In today's podcast, but I found his comments on the debate very linear and limited. He was missing some perspective, in my opinion. But at the same time, he's also allowed an opinion of his own. And I repeat that. Keep up the good work. You guys are a joy to listen to. I like that. Thank you very much. A joy to listen to. A joy. That's good. I'll take that. Uh, Yeah, you know what? You hit the nail on the head, dude. Uh, That was Dave's opinion, and he is certainly entitled to it, as you are. Um, People especially in 2020, seem to want the news the way they want the news and commentary. And if they agree with the commentary, that person's brilliant. If they disagree, they're an asshole. And that's just sort of the way it is. So I certainly appreciate a level-headed approach. That is great. Thank you very much. Do you have any more DMs to get to? Um, No, that's it for today. That's good. Hell of an echo there. Wow. Wow. Oh, why am I getting so much porn spam? Or not porn spam. (laughs) You tell us, uh, Scott. Date me sort of shit on Instagram lately. Yeah, it's a lot of like, oh, check out my sexy profile. Kiss, 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 kiss. Or I, it's the grammar's never right. I like to be your close personal friend. Right. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's all coming in like I think it's lately. one of those things where usually those kinds of um, sites or whoever sends the nonsense out just kind of throws a bunch of shit at the wall and sees what sticks, right? And some people oh, will, yeah. will click the bait. And it, and it, maybe it does have to do with your searches, but I don't think so personally. I mean, in my, one of my email accounts, for example, you go into my junk mail, it's nothing but that. Wow, look how large this penis is. Oh my goodness, is the subject matter, you know, shit like that. Do, do, do girls talk like that? 
Like, oh my goodness, that is a large penis. No, it's no. I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious that it's just clickbait for whatever. It might be a legit website. Maybe it's not a legit website. I don't know because I never even click on them. I just delete them from my junk mail. But again, I think that they just throw shit out there. And maybe even if one out of 200 people click on it, great. They get a click. So they're happy. They don't um, give a shit. Speaking of clickbait, I'll, I'll mention this. Uh, one of the uh, bigger and better universities in Canada, the University of Waterloo, had to issue a warning to students, faculty, and staff about a COVID-19 phishing scam. I guess somebody got a hold of their email distribution list and sent out an email saying the university is offering $2,000 in pandemic relief to all those at the school. Click this link. Enter your personal information and credit card to receive your money. <laughs> Who the fuck fell for that? Honestly, who thought, oh, free money and all I have to do is enter my personal information and credit card number? Amazing. <laughs> like, honest, guys, stop clicking that shit. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that if we all stop clicking that shit, we will get less of it in our email. Because eventually they're just going to give up and try and find some other suckers. Right. That just sounds too good to no, be true. No, there's too many like horny, weird people who love money. There's too many of them out there. That'll never stop happening. They'll never stop having people click on it. So stupid. Like, fuck. Horny oh, money loving. Romania passed away and left you a fortune. Just enter your credit <laughs> card number favorite. to pay the taxes. Those like, are my favorite ones. And much like the other one you mentioned, just filled with grammatic errors everywhere. And it's great. And, and usually it's not even in like proper dollar amount. It's like, it's, it's weird. Uh, I, I don't know how anyone buys into it, but people do. People do. A whole bunch of things I want to talk about here. Uh, Number one, every now and again, in retail, you meet somebody special. And that's what happened to me yesterday. I think I told you I was uh, in the market for some more active wear. I need some more jogging pants and and sweats. For all the jogging that that you're doing? Yeah. Oh, no, it's amazing. They call it active wear, but it's best when you're not doing fuck all. It's the best part about active wear is you're very inactive. And everyone's wearing it it right now. It's true. Sure. Absolutely. And uh, it's comfy. So I went to Old Navy yesterday because I like their fleece sweatpants. And I did not have any, but my girlfriend had a ton of super bucks. So she sent me the email with four different codes on it. And and she said, like, I got 120 bucks in super bucks. And I thought, oh, great. But it wasn't 120 full dollars. It was spend 50 bucks and get $20 in super cash off. Spend 100 bucks and get $40 off. Spend 75 and get 30. So I thought, "Mm, I'm really only going to be able to use the $100 one. So I'll save $40 on my purchase. But the girl behind the register said to me, maybe we'll ring these in to just the right amount so you can use the super bucks on each transaction. How fucking nice was that? She didn't need to do that. She didn't have to do that at all. It's probably even against the policy. They probably discouraged yeah, that. Yeah, of course. But she let me do it. So she rang in um, a top and a pair of pants. Came to 50 bucks. Boom. I got 20 off. She scanned it. And then she rang in a few more pairs of pants and uh, some Christmas masks that I bought. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I don't know. I'm an idiot. Um, so I bought those. It came to 75. She took 40 off. Then rang in the rest of it. It came to like 140 bucks. She took 40 off. How much I money got to did use you three spend yesterday? Uh, I actually spent out of pocket, I think around 200 bucks, but I saved 90. I'm telling you, Kat, I don't like to go shopping. I don't like being around people right now. So when I do go shopping, I just go big or go home, get her done. And then I don't have to go out again Mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. It worked out really well. Although 
these masks that you got to wear everywhere. It's so frustrating because what I like to do is grab myself a, a nice hot drink at Starbucks, especially if I got to go to the outlets. So I stopped yesterday, got myself a nice uh, London fog, got out of the car, put my mask on, grabbed my London fog, walked towards Old Navy and realized I can't fucking drink it with a mask on. Shit. So I had to turn around and go all the way back to the car to put my drink back in it. Yeah. I've been there. Oh, I've been there, buddy. That's I- right up there with the whole you get to the front door of a, an establishment and realize, huh, I forgot my mask. And you got to do that walk of shame back to your car to mm-hmm. actually get one. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, we'll get used to this and then the pandemic will be Shh. over. That's exactly it. I spent uh, I spent money yesterday, too, on security. Really? I uh, Yeah, I, I'm all Googled up. I've got the whole Google Nest system going. And I think, do you ever wonder when your neighbors watch you? By the way, I got Geek Squad to come and install it. Have you ever used Geek Squad before? No, but it's also not a hard thing to install. They're not very personal people. It's a lack of time, Scott. It's a lack of time, okay? Two little kids, two jobs technically, a lot of of shit going on. So I had no problem giving a couple hundred bucks for someone to just install it for me while I was doing my work. So that's what happened yesterday. But then a couple of neighbors were walking by and noticed and just was like, oh, what's going on here? Like, well, I'm putting in cameras. You ever wonder if they get offended? Like, oh, what are you? What are you putting in cameras for? You don't trust us? Like, no, I don't mm. totally trust you. <laughs> I just don't oh, trust it's other every people. other asshole on the street. I don't but trust, you're fine. I don't trust anybody yeah, you're else. You're good, but you're fine. No, it's great though. I feel like this is going to become an obsession with anyone who has any anything. And and I, there's a lot of different products out there, but it all is uh, is on my phone. So I find myself like constantly checking. Like, anyone there now? Anyone there now? What about now? What about now? Uh, it's, it's fun though. It's good. I love technology. I, I have cameras everywhere, and I watch them all the time. They're all Nest cameras, and it really works well. Uh, I'll give Google and Nest full credit. They've created a good system there, and the cameras aren't that expensive. They do, by the way, tend to go on sale a little bit towards the holidays. So if you're in the market for some, by all means. I paid for the subscription, so it holds on to the video for 30 days. And if shit goes down, I've got it on video. So if you are thinking about, uh, I don't know, breaking into my house or the people across the street, I got you on camera, fucker. Don't even try it. That's right. Not only will that be in the cops' hands before you get that far away, it will also be all over social media. All (laughs) over. That's right. Do you ever wonder, too, by the time you spend all the money on all that stuff, you think that you have a lot of valuable items that you're stopping people from stealing, but the truth is the most valuable items I have are all those cameras that (laughs) (laughs) that are actually trying to protect the shit all that I have inside my house. It's the people. It's the people, right? It's the people that are of value to me. It's totally the people. Uh, We're a couple days away from the U.S. election now. It's really heating up. Donald Trump sent out a tweet this morning that I think is the most definitive I have ever seen in establishing how he truly feels about COVID-19. People have thought, okay, well, I mean, he takes it seriously because he's the president and uh, he doesn't wear a mask very often and he does hold those rallies. How does he really feel about it? Let me read you his tweet that came out this morning. COVID, COVID, COVID is the unified chant of the fake news lamestream media. They will talk about nothing else until November 4th, when the election will be hopefully over. Then the talk will be how low the death rate is, plenty of hospital rooms, and many tests of young people. Well, Don, I don't necessarily want to disagree with you, but I'm pretty sure the narrative is not going to be, wow, look at all the extra hospital capacity we have. I don't think that's going to happen November the 5th. So what he's trying to say is people are trying to bring out 
negative stories with him in power, uh, especially to do with this pandemic, right? And they're making that front and center. And if he is, let's say, uh, let's say Biden's elected, then people are going to say, oh, how wonderful it already is, right? They're going to switch over to that, even though it's a bunch of nonsense. I see, I see where he's coming from. He just has different ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Did you see the tweet that I sent out yesterday? It got a ton of reaction. No. It was about uh, the pandemic, and and I did what I feel more of us need to do. Stood up for small businesses. I said, let me be perfectly clear. No restaurant or bar that followed the rules should be closed down right now. Mm -hmm. If they followed the rules and there was still an infection, there's a problem with the rules, not with the business owner. That's on public health, not the business owner. And I firmly believe that. Uh, Listen, there are so many people that are really getting to the end of their rope. I mean, that 28-day closure of indoor dining in Toronto, Peel, Ottawa, and York Region is going to break the backs of some great entrepreneurs that are employing people. And it, 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 I just haven't seen much evidence that there was a lot of spread happening from indoor dining. There was a lot of places that spread was happening, but I don't really see that that was the issue. Same with the gym. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of evidence that there was contagiousness coming from there. Yeah. Hell, I don't even see a lot of it coming from schools. I mean, there's schools coming out with cases. I mean, every day in our news on the our FM radio show, we have stories about new infections. But when you consider how many hundreds of thousands of kids there are and how many thousands of schools there are, for one region to get one or two cases a day, that's really not that bad. And it's not even that they got it at school. It just means they had it and were in a school. So if it's not spreading from one kid to another in a cohort, I'd say so far things have gone as best we could have expected. No. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that it's uh, that everyone's doing a great job, and yeah, I second that absolutely. If there's if there's something wrong, if if some, and by the way, there are some restaurants that even I'll follow and I'll look and I'll go. I don't think you're supposed to be doing that right now, or that'd be sketchy if if some cases came out. But most places are doing things the right way and abiding by all of the rules and following everything. So to shut them down, it's it sucks. It really sucks, especially for businesses. Like, we got to keep them going as best we can. We really Absolutely. Do. We got to walk and chew gum at the same time. We can flatten the curve and still save our economy simultaneously. By the way, the Bank of Canada today is going to give their uh, financial outlook for Canada. Could you guys not? No, like, why? honestly, like, why? fuck me. <laughs> why? Like, we know it's not fu- now. You know what they should do? They should just walk up to that podium. <clears throat> fucked. <laughs> yes. In one word, we're fucked. Fucked. See you later. We're all bitches. fucked. That's it. That's all. Any questions? Great. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I um, was uh, having a beer last night with a buddy of mine and a couple other people that were mutual acquaintances joined us at the table. And I think uh, I was okay with it. I I didn't know them, but I was okay with it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were sitting across the table and it was a big table from each Mm -hmm. other. So I think we're okay. But I got into this great conversation with a woman. This woman is six months pregnant. And I said, congratulations. 
She had just found out it's a boy. Ah, good for you. You're having a baby boy. She's a surrogate. Hmm. She is impregnated with the child of someone else. She is carrying the baby for that couple because they were not able to conceive naturally. And I don't know how you find a surrogate. It had never really crossed my mind, but yeah. I do find it really, really interesting. Yeah. So I asked her a ton of questions. That poor fucking girl just wanted to eat, and I just kept asking her, like, huh, do you get to uh, hold the baby after it's born? How are you going to give up the baby after you hold the baby? What's going on with the baby? She does get to hold the baby, but then she gives it right to the couple afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know you're not allowed to get paid to be a surrogate? Here in Canada, yeah. Why well, would somebody do that? I mean, it's got to be just the most, it's one of the most yeah. selfless acts that you can do. Oh, Scott, I mean, you're preaching to the choir. I, I, I was not the type that loved pregnancy at all. My first one was great, actually. I, I was not sick at all, felt, felt great all the way through. Second time, I was like, I want this to be over as soon as possible. As soon as that baby's out, oh my God, I'm never getting pregnant again. I hated it. But there are some women who genuinely love that that part that part is their favorite part is the pregnancy so i'm guessing that's one of these the the one of the women that that do thoroughly enjoy it and if you don't want the child for yourself which is the most important thing you have to ask yourself do i actually want the child or do i want the pregnancy (laughs) and so that's it that's important that she realizes and understands i want that i want to grow a baby in me and then i that's fine i'll give it up it's not my child Good for her because emotionally, I couldn't, I couldn't ima- ever imagine do- doing that. Not just because I hate pregnancy, but the emotional effects. It does so much to your body and not just during the pregnancy and during the labor or giving birth, whatever your process is. It's also after the fact, there's a lot that you go through. So I couldn't even imagine doing that and doing yeah. that basically for, for, for nothing but, you know, obviously the sentiment of it all. Well, she does have three kids of her own, she said, and she does enjoy being pregnant and she hasn't been for a while. Her kids are a little bit older and she decided that this was something that she could do to uh, fill that void where she enjoys the being pregnant part and still give the gift of life to some other couple who can't conceive on their own. It really is, like I said, the ultimate selfless act. Did she give definitely one of them anyway? Absolutely. Did she give you details on, and I don't know if you would have even asked, on the actual surrogacy process in terms of was she inseminated? Was this an egg crossover? Like any of those details or just just the meat and potatoes of it? Because there are a lot of different ways. I didn't want to get too personal, so I didn't ask those kind of questions. But I got the distinct impression that it is dad's sperm... Mom's egg implanted in surrogate. An insemination of that kind. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To do that for no money. Like, shit. If somebody asks me to help them move, I want something. I couldn't imagine asking someone to have a child for you. Mm -hmm. And how do you give up that kid? Like when the baby's born and you've gone through all that work, the the roughly nine months and that intense labor and it's all said and done and they lay that baby on your chest. How do you look at that baby and say, here, all yours. Yeah. That's got to be so freaking tough. And carry on with your life and you just carry on with your life. I mean, you know that you did a good thing for a couple that probably deserves um, to have a child and just can't. And it sucks. It's total luck of the draw. I know a lot of a lot of friends of mine have struggled with it and are struggling with it, trying to have a baby. And I mean, to find someone, you're right. What are the odds of even finding someone? 
that's willing to do it for you and put themselves through that. That is pretty incredible. And by the way, we say that they don't get paid for it, but there's a lot of under the table things that do happen, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, you know, yeah. I can probably see that. Yeah, like, of course. Technically, you're not allowed to pay Egg- for this service. Yes. But, hey, maybe that new car in the driveway Something, is going to make right? a difference. Maybe. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's the case for everyone. Some really do do it because they are genuinely nurturing, caring people that do really enjoy the process of, of being pregnant and, and love knowing that they're housing, you know, a fetus. Good on you. It, it ain't me. My least favorite part. Least favorite part. I'll take a crying newborn baby at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning than I will over pregnancy. Hmm. Uh, one other thing that I thought was really fascinating about this whole process, like doing it for nothing, just to give the gift of life, going to put her body through that for all the months of pregnancy, having strangers in the room while she's giving birth, having to hand over that baby. And you'd think that's it. Then it's just a matter of recover, get your body back into shape and carry on with life. Uh uh-uh. Part of the agreement is that you have to keep pumping breast milk for as long as your body will allow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. You're feeding a kid that isn't even your kid anymore. Yeah. Well, I don't know how people do that. I have nothing but respect for it. I mean, what a beautiful thing to do for somebody, but holy shit, what an emotional roller coaster yeah. that must be. Yep. Good on him. Uh, it was a fascinating conversation. Really, really glad. Um, there's a new pill. Another new pill. Great. Since all the pharmaceutical companies were going broke anyway. No, I'm kidding. They're making millions right now. It's fucking crazy how much they're making. Uh, there's a, this has nothing to do with COVID. They have discovered in doing some random tests that two non-sleep drugs actually work to cure snoring. Cure snoring? Yeah, cure snoring. Imagine this. You meet the perfect person. And then you start sleeping together and you realize, ah, oh, this perfect person is perfect in every fucking way, except I want to murder them in their sleep because they won't <laughs> stop snoring and I need to get some rest. Yeah. Imagine that conundrum. Yeah. There's millions of people that deal with that, though. Sure. Sometimes snoring keeps you up. Sometimes it keeps your partner up. Sometimes it's both. And if you don't get a restful night's sleep, the rest of the day is a write off in a lot of cases. So what do you do when your partner snores? You could send them to get a mouth guard. Sometimes that helps. They can get one of those awful CPAP machines. They help too, from what I'm told. But now a pill is in development. So they figured out that when you combine this ADHD drug with another drug that's typically prescribed to treat an overactive bladder, combined together, Mm. that stops snoring. Mm. It reduces snoring, sorry. Reduces snoring. By 74%. They also found that people with sleep apnea have much higher blood oxygen levels when they take it. So is this something, does it stay if this is something that you like pop before that night? So let's say that you sleep by yourself, but oh, you're about to stay over at your girlfriend or boyfriend's for the first time. Better pop this pill because tonight I'm going to stay over there. Or is this something you have to continuously take in order for the effects to kick in after like a week to two weeks? Does it say anything about that? No. I mean, that's a great question. I don't know definitely the specifics of if it's just a pop it and you get a night of no snoring or if you take it all the time and never snore again. I'm not sure. But what they are going to do is because it's been so successful in their early trials, they're going to sit down and do a formal trial 
if it works, they will move that into a drug that's readily available that any doctor in the world would be able to prescribe to stop snoring. Just be careful. I mean, I know they're doing trials. That's great and important. But all these pharmaceutical companies are in such a rush to push this shit out. So make sure it might be like, yeah, I stopped snoring. But fuck, I grew an arm on my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Or I piss myself every time I laugh, but I stopped snoring. (laughs) Nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. But, I mean, if it cures that problem and doesn't lead to too many crazy problems on the side, it's probably good progress, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. All right. Uh, Are we doing a quick one today or do you want to keep going? You tell me. I know we did a – yesterday's podcast, by the way, came out late and I'm sorry about that. But when we post the podcast, there's like three different things that we have to check and I checked two of them off and not the third one. So when I realized that, it was like middle of the afternoon. So I realized there's a lot of morning listeners that didn't get yesterday's podcast. It's one of the best ones we've ever done. So I think you should definitely listen to it. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't one of the best ones we've ever done. It was, uh, it was all right. It was no, no. We'll put it, it in was, the all right category. That was all right. I'll, I'll put it in the solid good effort category. Uh, that that was definitely a good one. That's right. Well, you can't make a Mona Lisa every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, people are gluing vampire fangs to their actual teeth for no, TikTok. Who is the? You know what? You said TikTok and vampire teeth. Like I'm out. I'm fucking out of this conversation. Mm-hmm. I give up. Why? Why? Just for Halloween? People are so dumb. Wait, like, that, that's hang on a second. You, that's what we have filters for, man. You want vampire teeth? Just throw a fucking filter on. You don't have to glue nothing to your face. What are you doing? Being stupid. They're being stupid. They're warning that it can be toxic to do that. Yes. You can permanently damage your teeth, your mouth, you your smile. No, 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 no. Okay, here it is. Ready for this? Yeah. We got to stop warning people that what they're doing that's c- clearly stupid is stupid. We got to start letting them weed themselves. Let, let them go. You know what? They want to eat fucking Tide Pods and put teeth on and do the fucking WAP dance over a cliff. Do it, please. The less of you there are on this earth, the better it is for everyone else. Do the WAP dance with your fucking teeth in while you're chewing on the pods. See ya. Do you think it would be a humbling experience if we just stopped telling people don't do that and made them deal with the consequences? Not necessarily dire, but make them shame them when they have to go into a doctor and say... Yeah, like glued vampire teeth to my teeth. Like, and you tell me how that went for you. You know, back, maybe it was back in the day, I assume, when when this when things didn't go viral like they do now. I'm sure there was a lot of people that did stupid things that went, yeah, that was a stupid thing, but they learned their lesson. So let people just learn their lesson. If they're going to be stupid enough to do all the shit that you hear are trends, which are not really trends. Usually it's one or two people that go viral, so they say it's a trend when it's not. Anyway, if there are people, those people out there are going to do it, you know what? Do it. You know, I'll sit front row and I'll watch with popcorn. And inevitably, when you head to the emergency room, go ahead and tick-tock that. Tell me how you feel then. <laughs> people are so stupid. <laughs> Last thing, and we'll make this quick and then wrap it up. Uh, Canadians can go to the Caribbean again, but only if you're in the Atlantic bubble. Despite the travel ban, there is a travel agency in Halifax that has chartered two Air Canada flights over two different one-week stays. You can go to Cuba for a week you'll be staying in ko coco if you're from the atlantic bubble which means you've been safe and you haven't left the bubble for the last three weeks you can get on this plane and you'll be screened before you get on the plane stay in a resort where nobody else from other countries is allowed at the resort that week so you're just with your group and then you get on the bus you go to the airport and you fly back to canada 
boom, end of story. You got your one week all inclusive as safely as humanly possible during a pandemic. You still have to quarantine when you get back, though, no? For now, you do. Yeah. Public health hasn't said one way or the other whether you will or won't. But I think that they're trying to get assurances from the Cuban government that the Cubans are taking this safely or treating this safely. Right. Let me tell you something. Um, uh, public health in uh, Halifax. They will take that so seriously that they will probably grab every single person that works on that resort and make them quarantine and take their temperature every 20 minutes and all that shit. They rely on tourism and they are going to bend especially over backwards Canadians. to make sure that this doesn't get screwed up absolutely especially canadians i mean that is that is the cheap place to go usually cuba well okay so you said cheap let me tell you this the price on this vacation is pretty freaking high if you want to go and stay double occupancy like most people typically do on a vacation like this 14.99 per person if you want to go single occupancy, meaning you get your own room, sixteen seventy five oh. per person. Oh. I don't think I've ever paid more than seven hundred bucks for a week in Cuba. Cuba is I, I know that there's some people who like Cuba. My dad is one of them. For whatever reason, he loves Cuba. Yeah. I've actually said I'll never go back there again because as beautiful as it is, the food is fucking terrible. That's the thing, right? Everybody knows the beaches, but maybe that's what you want to go for, right? But the beaches fabulous absolutely shit well service okay (laughs) yeah and that's another thing it's a bit of a man i kind of feel like i'm getting scammed most of the time when i'm down there talking to anybody uh when you go to some of the higher end islands higher and if you go to saint martin or if you go to aruba if you go to uh i don't know turks and caicos any of those places you really realize the difference between higher end and cuba or mm-hmm. the Dominican. Mm-hmm. But it's a cheap vacation if you want to go. Most people will go there when they're low on cash or when they're just getting into traveling. There's a lot more places in the Caribbean besides Cuba and the Dominican. However, during a pandemic, this is your only option. I'm curious to see if they sell these two weeks out. Yeah, they had to charter too. a flight, and that's not cheap to do. So that's probably why it's costing so much money. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see how many people will take the bait on that. I know some people who are contemplating here where we are doing a vacation, just going for it, going for an all-inclusive, coming back and quarantining and trying to figure that out because they're so desperate for a vacation. They missed out on something or maybe multiple trips this year that they're just trying to figure out a way to do it. And will they feel safe doing it? So, I, I mean, we have options. Again, right now we got to quarantine when you get back. But otherwise, are you willing to do it? I'm curious how many people would do that. One thing I do want to mention about this is it does come with some pretty good insurance coverage that is built into the price. So for emergency COVID-related medical insurance, $200,000. Quarantine expense, $150 per person per day to a maximum of 14 days. That's not bad Mm. if that's built into the price. So, yeah, that's good. I'm just curious to see how many people go. I'd love to go. I'd love to get away and get on a beach somewhere. Having said that, it's probably a good thing that none of us really went anywhere for the last few months because it's been the worst hurricane season ever. Typically at this time of year, middle of October, right through until about March, people are heading to the Caribbean all the time. Mm -hmm. And, And it's cheap at this time of year because it is hurricane season. Well, shit. It's amazing how many vacations would have been interrupted had we been traveling like we normally do because of hurricanes. Hell, there's another one that's going to hit the Gulf Coast tonight. It rolled through Mexico yesterday. 
Worst Not hurricane good. season ever. Not good. But I got a cheap vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that argument so many times with my buddies. They're like, hey, all five of us, let's go. Let's go to Mexico for a week. And I say to them, guys, it's hurricane season. Yeah, but it's cheap, and there probably won't be a hurricane. I don't like probably. Probably is not good enough for me. When they get back, go. When they get back, and they're like, yeah, just just dodge death. But it was a great time. Great time. (laughs) Seriously, it happens all the time. Uh, Thank you for listening to this episode of After 9, the podcast. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, and you can read our top trending stories every morning at scottandcat.ca. Remember, that's cat with a K.